Hey friends, I'm Julie Holmquist and you are listening to Kairos Moments Podcast. God's been speaking to you for a while and you know you are called to something. It's time to stop playing it safe with your faith, time to lean into your calling, and time to bring those God-given dreams to life. It's time. Let's do this together. Has God given you a big, audacious dream for what he wants you to do? Does that dream completely overwhelm you? Your thoughts are spinning out of control with, how am I ever going to be able to do this? Maybe you have young kids at home. Maybe you work a full-time job. My personality tends to look at the big picture and freeze from the enormity of it all. And I stay stuck, unable to move forward. Listen in as Krista Hutchins and I discuss how to eliminate overwhelm in our calling. She gives some real practical steps in how to do this. So if you have a big dream God's put in your heart, but you just can't see how it will all get done, this episode is for you, friend. Let's welcome Krista Hutchins to the show. Hey, friends. Today I have on the show Krista Hutchins. Krista is a longtime friend. I think We started connecting back in 2017 when we were doing She Speaks. Mm -hmm. You used to create a blog post series, right? Helping us navigate what She Speaks, what to expect at that large conference. So you are just the person to come to when we feel overwhelmed. So welcome to the show, Krista. Thank you so much, Julie. I get so many people still talk to me about that. Uh, about that series. And uh, it was a fun thing to do. I enjoyed helping people make the most out of that investment and out of the experience. Yeah. Well, as a newbie to that conference, it was very helpful. I didn't feel like I was going in there blind. So, so I wanted to have you come on and talk to us about overwhelm, especially as it pertains to something that we feel like God has called us to Sometimes he gives us that glimpse and the enormity of it causes us to be stuck because it's so big. So I want to know, first of all, what do you think are some of the symptoms of living in that constant overwhelm at our, with our calling? I think the symptoms are, are different for different people. I think it falls into two sort of categories. Sometimes we're overwhelmed by, like you said, by the enormity about of the the quantity of the calling. We may see, you know, God's given us a message to share and other message sharers that we know are speaking from big stages and selling lots of books and having big fancy podcasts and all kinds of things. And so we equate our calling to what we see other called women doing. Mm -hmm. And so we get overwhelmed by the quantity of it, by the size of it. Other times we recognize the value of what God's called us to do. And we become overwhelmed by the weight of it, by the heavy responsibility. Mm. Um, Especially if you feel, you know, if, if it's a ministry type thing where you're dealing with people with their hurts, with their dreams, with, you know, with their transformations, you feel the weight of that, uh, of that calling. And that is, can be very overwhelming. So I think there's, those are two symptoms and two ways I think two ways for you to sort out in your head, what 
part of it is overwhelming you so mm-hmm. that you can then deal with that part and deal with that part specifically. Um, but yeah, just those feelings of, of heaviness and those feelings of, um, you know, can I, can I really do this? Can I really, did God really know what he was doing when he called me? (laughs) And of course he did, you know, he definitely knew what he was doing. (laughs) Right. So have you ever been overwhelmed at something God's put on your heart to do? I do feel I'm kind of in that second category. I feel overwhelmed by the weight of my calling. Um, And it's one of those funny things where you, when you have had some positive feedback or some positive experience of your calling where you've actually helped people and you've actually seen people Mm -hmm. make transformation, then the the weight becomes even greater. You would think that that would give you confidence and it would kind of free you up a little bit. But for me, it makes it even greater because I think, am I really helping as many people as I can? Am I providing the best services to people? Am I providing the best coaching? Am I providing the best resources that I really can? Am I maximizing the gifts that God's given me and using them for his glory and for to serve his girls is what I always say. That's what I feel (laughs) like God called me to do was to serve his girls. So am I serving his girls well? And am I um, am I doing it to the best of my ability? And that part of it sometimes does overwhelm me. And I feel like, gosh, there's so many, there's so much more I could do, but mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know, I, I, have, I have to balance it with all the rest of the things in my very full life. So um, making sure that I, I keep that, keep everything straight is a, is an overwhelming thing sometimes. So how, like, how were you able to move forward with, the weight of that responsibility and not get stuck or paralyzed with it's too big. It's too much. I can't do this. Well, I think, I think about Martha and because I'm definitely a Martha more than Mm -hmm. a Mary. (laughs) And I think, yeah, think about what the Lord told her, right? Martha, Martha, you're anxious and troubled for many things, but the one thing is necessary Um, You know, there's a lot of things that could be urgent or important or things that I want to do in my ministry or my business, things I I want to be able to offer. Um, But I need to sit at the feet of Jesus and remember the one thing, whether that's the one person, the one appointment, the one podcast episode, whatever the one thing is right in front of me, whatever the one thing is that takes me the next step. Um, whatever the one thing is that actually completes a task so I can put it behind me. I'm thinking about the one thing instead of focusing on the many that that's one, that's probably the best way to get me out of overwhelm is just, let's just get past this one thing and then we'll figure out what the next thing is. Yeah. That's so good. It makes me like take a deep breath. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can do this. I just need a plan. Right. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah. I think we spend, especially as women, we want to know the whole plan, right? We want to know, okay, this is the path and I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this. And we wait, we wait to take the first step until we have that whole path. We know what the whole path is going to look like. Um, But most of the time, um, God asks us just to take the step. The end of every podcast episode, I say clarity comes from action and action can be just one simple thing. So taking that first step will give you clarity. 
you and you could sit and wonder all day what will happen if I do this or if I do that what will happen if I do that you won't ever know until you do it so right. make the best choice that you can with the information you have and take the step then you're going to start learning oh yeah this works or no that doesn't work let me back up and try something else um to get past the overwhelm the longer you sit in overwhelm, the more overwhelming it gets. Right, right. <laughs> right? Because, you, <laughs> because you just stew on it and it, it grows bigger in your head every day. And so the only way to make it stop growing is to do something. So just start doing doing whatever you feel impressed of the Lord is the right thing to do, the next right step. And then clarity will come from that. And then the overwhelm will begin to ease because you'll be able to see the next step and the next step. It's very empowering to take one step at a time mm-hmm. because you gain confidence with each step that you take. And yeah. it's like, I can do this. My dad used to tell me um, that scripture, I think it's in Psalms, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and mm-hmm. a light unto my path. And it's my dad used to tell me that it's it's not the whole path. It's the light only lights up one or two steps at a time. Mm. And so that's, we can only take that many steps. So what does, does overwhelm indicate that God is not in this? Like speak to the woman who feels overwhelmed and she's like, if this was of God, it should be easy. It should just, you know, come very easily. And I should be able to do X, Y, Z with no issues. Yeah, no, that's usually not the way that works in any part of our Christian life, is it? Right. <laughs> if any part of our Christian life was easy, it would it would be great. What what I do know is that God doesn't call us to do anything that he doesn't equip us to do and that he doesn't provide the resources to do. And and again, sometimes we have this big idea of what it needs to look like. And if God doesn't give us the resources to do that thing, then well, that's not what we're supposed to do. Um, you know, I think of time and, and I think, okay, well, I'm, I'm still working a full-time job in addition to doing this. And if I had just had more time, if I was off during the day, like everybody else, I could do so many more things. Well, the bottom line is that I'm not. And so those so many other things that I think I need to do, if God has not opened the way for me to do those, then they're not what he wants me to do. Um, and so when we start, when we start trying to decide for ourselves, mm. what, um, what we need to do or what God wants us to do, that's where we, we get in trouble because God's going to give us the resources to do what we need to do. And sometimes those resources protect us from ourselves. They mm. protect us from over overloading ourselves, overwhelming ourselves. Um, when we see those limitations that God's put in front of us we, we need to take those as protection rather than as barriers. That is a good word, Krista. That is so good. Yeah. Protection rather than barriers. How many times have I encountered something and I was just pushing through, pushing through, pushing through. And then I realized God's power and his anointing was not on me to do that. He did not ask me to do that. And that's why it was draining me. Yeah. So to speak. Uh, there's a verse in Psalm uh, 142 that says, when I'm overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. Mm. And one thing I love about that verse is that David wrote it when he was in a cave. 
So just like kind of like all of those decisions and all those overwhelming things around us, they're kind of closing in and we can't find the opening. We can't find the way out, but God knows the way out. And if we follow his way and quit pressuring ourselves and letting other people pressure us to figure it all out and just follow his way one step at a time, we'll find our way out of the cave. That's good too. Yeah. Krista, we were talking before we started recording about the journal that you have coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's called the Move Forward Journal. And um, this will be the second year that I've had the journal. Uh, It started out, um, I heard this really great idea um, from Craig Groeschel on a lot of the podcasts and things that he was on. He talked about keeping um, a a five-year line a day journal. And so with where there's a page in the, in the book for every day of the year, and you write one, just one or two sentences on it every day. And, um, and I thought, well, that's really cool, but except, you know, you're not going to see the benefit of that for two or three years until you're seeing a whole what's happened over the years. And I'm like, I'm just not patient enough for that. And I, I need to see quicker results here. Right. <laughs> and so I created this journal that has, um, it's, it, you go through it, um, for one year and it's a page for every day of the month. So the first of every month, the second ever of every month, third of every month. So you're, you're writing on it every month and in really a short period of time, just a few weeks, you begin to see God's faithfulness and your progress unfolding across the pages. Mm. You, you look back and you say, Oh my gosh, that was such, I thought that was such a big deal. Just two months ago, I thought that was such a big deal. And now look, it just like, it's not even a thing anymore. You know, I, I can't believe I made it, you know, that, that I let that hang me up. Right. Right. So it's a great tool to, um, you know, to not get overwhelmed with journal journaling. I, I, you know, I do a lot of writing, but I'm not a journaler. Um, I feel, I don't know, just to sit and write and write and write about my thoughts and feelings. It's just not me. Um, I don't have a lot of fluffy words is kind of how I put it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have a lot of fluffy words. And so for me, journaling three or four sentences is a, is a stretch. And so, um, So doing that every night, though, really clears your head and clears the overwhelm. And then over the period of time, you can start to see how God's working and the different things that you think are so important and so hard. um, You begin to see how God's working through those. So it's a fun fun way to capture the moments and memories that really matter to you and, um, and to see what God's doing in your life. So let me see if I have this correct. So you each page is like the second day of the month, mm-hmm. like in October, we'll write on the second of October and then uh-huh. November we'll write the second on the second yes. of November and then so on. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's one through 30. It's just pages one through 30. And there's a space labeled for every month, January through December. Okay. It's, like a two, it's like a two page spread for one and a two page spread for two. Okay. It's got 12 spaces. And yeah. so you, um, you write, um, you just write on it that day of the month. And there's three, what I call them checkpoints in there where one time, um, there's like a word bank and it says, you know, pick out what, um, two words out of the word bank are describing how you feel right now. So that mm. you do that kind of around the fifth of every month. Um, and then there's another one about five-year goals. What are you doing towards your five-year goals? And then another one that's around drawing a picture of what's bringing you joy. So some fun things sprinkled in between just to do yeah. a couple of times a month. So 
Um, but yeah, it's been a fun, it's been, I, you know, I really, I started it um, during the pandemic when my brain was swirling and so many things going on in my head and, um, and just really not having a way to process them. And yeah. so that it was a tool that I used to, to process what was happening then at that, during that time. Yeah. I love it, Krista. So yeah. busy creators, busy mm-hmm. communicators, busy business people, you need to get your hands on this journal so you can step out of the overwhelm mm-hmm. and you can start seeing how God brings clarity as you're moving forward. Yeah. So yeah. Krista, you also have a podcast. Tell us a little bit about that and what listeners can gain from listening to it. So it's called uh, Just One Simple Thing. And uh, it's very short. Episodes are usually between 20, 10 and 12 minutes long. So it's not very long. And I take one problem that faces um, Christian creators, communicators, um, business owners, ministry leaders, just kind of in that leadership and online ministry space. Um, one problem that affects them and offer um, some ideas and, and tips to help them sort through that. And then one simple action step to take, not 10 or 12 or 20, um, (laughs) just one, it's, you know, usually a worksheet or a template or a shout out on social media or something like that. Just one positive step towards solving that problem in their own, um, in their own ministry or business. So it's uh, very consumable and easy to listen to very, like I said, no, no fluffy words, not a lot of expounding, just pretty practical, straightforward solutions to some of the things that, that hang us up. Yeah. Really good. I am a list maker. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have a brain dump and I look at my to-do list and it's super long and I get overwhelmed. So having mm-hmm. something like that, just one action step or maybe two or three, mm-hmm feels very doable. Like we eat, what is that saying? You, how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time or whatever the saying is. Right. right. Yeah. So Krista, thank you so much for coming on the show. I just, um, I value your, your skills, your resources have always blessed me. Tell my listeners where they can find you and where they can like where your website is, what social media handles you have, et cetera. Yeah. Everything is do a new thing. So do a new thing.com is the website and, um, do an, at do a new thing on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me both of those places and, uh, and I'm pretty consistently interacting there and love to get to know people and hear what, what calling God has given them and to offer some ways that they can, um, can simplify that calling and make it doable for them in whatever season of life they're in. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Thank you so much, Krista. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you.